Speak freely. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to our Book of Boba Fett podcast. Uh, I got my friend Justin on the the right. Which way? Which way? This, that, 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 that way. That way. There we go. <laughs> He's on the right there. Uh, we are picking up where we left off last week. This is episode five. What is the title name of this one, Justin? Well, there were two. Um, there was one there that was shown... Uh, like when you went into Disney Plus, they didn't want to was, reveal it, right? I think they changed they the last. Yeah, which yeah, is smart, yeah, which so, is great, which is great. Totally, because uh, what was it called? It Return was of called, the Mandalorian, right? Is uh, well, that was the the um, new one. The so we should we, we should also had the mention title card to, go up. We should also mention to anybody's listening. Obviously, you're here to hear our thoughts on this episode, so. It should go without saying that we're going to spoil the entire episode, oh, <laughs> especially yeah. with the name we just dropped. Uh, so if you don't want to know every little detail or not every little detail, but if you don't want to know the episode, what happens, maybe come back after you watched it to listen and uh, or hear our thoughts um, and, or watch our th thoughts now because we're live on not live, but we're on YouTube recording ourselves. And uh, yeah, so. Just, just a little warning, if you don't want to know the details of the episode, come back in a bit and check it out. Okay, yeah, so the the Return of Mandalorian. Okay, mm -hmm. I have some, I have a lot to get into here, but okay. we'll, we'll talk about it at the, near the end of my, my thoughts of the episode. But this is nothing to do with Boba Fett initially. This is sort yeah. of, this is, what, what do you want to say, a, a prelude to uh, season three? Kind of, yeah, because it was like when the the series was being pitched, uh, a lot of people were saying that that Book of Boba Fett was essentially going to be Mandalorian season two point five, and yeah. this was a perfect example of that. Yeah, it, does it rub salt in the wounds kind of thing though for Boba? Because, I mean, just think about it. I, I'm just trying to think of a, a comparison. Let's say we do. Um, Let's say one of the Disney Plus Marvel shows that we had, let's mm -hmm. say Loki. Let's say we sure. had Loki. Here's a good example. Let's say we had Loki. We, we, we had the Loki TV show, and mm. all of a sudden Thor comes in there, and takes some of the episodes away about Thor and his whatever journey he's going on, or yeah. mini mini journey. Doesn't that kind of you know kind of take away from Loki? Uh, you know it does, right? Because it does. Th Thor's more popular. I mean, depending on who you ask, but. Generally, you know, consensus is Thor is a lot more popular than Loki is. So when he comes into their show, it's going to people are going to be flocking towards that episode and talking about only that episode. And mm. I feel that's the same way with Mando here is when he jumps into this series, it's like whatever happening is what's going on with Boba. People really don't care anymore. Right? Yeah, it was an interesting choice to do an entire episode of The Mandalorian. I mean, the Book of Boba Fett was initially started and had a big tease. Um, well, the, the preview for the Book of Boba Fett was part of a Mandalorian episode. So mm -hmm. it I do think, while I, I, I agree it could detract from Mandalorian's story, they are very intertwined, the two series. And I think yeah. it's kind of Disney doing a Marvel thing 
where they're having a lot of their series kind of blend together and world building yeah so it kind of just i guess in this case in this case galaxy into yeah groups (laughs) them into the same universe yeah which is cool because people love crossovers right yeah absolutely and but i mean what what i'm trying to get at is like an entire episode pretty much Mm -hmm. is dedicated to this character that has nothing to do with the series directly because Mm. All the other episodes, all four episodes, is a different, complete different tone mm-hmm. of what's going on. And then we just get this. It sticks out like a sore thumb. I mean, it, it felt the same. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard directed this one as well. She did the last episode, which was probably one of my favorite episodes. So I think the actual tone and the feeling of it was very similar. But the subject matter, absolutely, it, it kind of... I mean, we've been doing nonstop Boba Fett and flashbacks yeah. of his story. So to do like a sub story of a completely different character, while they are very related in the fact that, uh, you know, they had the same Mandalorian armor and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, it was an interesting choice for sure. Okay, so so he we see him in the episode right off the bat. Mando shows up. It's not like it's going to be in, somewhere in the middle of the episode. We get a glimpse of him. Yeah, it's he just right away right at a butcher's in. house. You know, butcher's uh, st- uh, place. He walks in, and it's right away. Boom! Here we are, and he goes into. It's so, similar to episode season one where he was in that bar mm-hmm. looking for somebody, and he walks in, and there in front of the, him is um, you know what, what are those guys called again? This these creatures. Platoonians. Platoonians, there you go. They're sitting they're sitting there and he's like, I need to, you know, find this person. And the, they're like, Well, we don't know who he is. And then he puts the hologram <laughs> and it looks like the guy in front of the hologram is like, seems like it looks like he goes, No, it doesn't look like me at all. <laughs> and the like hologram all. It looks exactly like him, right? Yeah. And um, so basically he does, you know, the the heroic he says his line. He says the heroic line, like, hey, if you value your life kind of thing, you should leave you because warm. I'm probably going to take all of you guys out right now. Yeah. And, you know, they surround him. The typical thing that, you know, heroes have, the, the henchmen surround them or surround him and make it look like it's an imp- impossible odd. But we all mm. know that it, this is going to take about a good, what, 20 seconds and then the room will be yeah. cleared. And that's exactly what happens. But he does kind of do a couple of things. One, he pulls out the freaking dark saber. Yeah. Which is like, so holy balls. Like, you know, finally we yeah. get to see him wield this shit. You're like, oh, yeah. shit. Right. And and then he's just you know basically trying to wield it, but he sucks at it so bad. Yeah, <laughs> that was a really cool thing because like we've seen in in so many movies and TV shows of just like Jedi's wielding sabers and just being space ninjas and everything being fine, but this is like one of the first times that we get to see that like these aren't things that are easily wieldable. Yeah, and if you don't have training. Forget it. That's why Jedi's train yeah. a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Because in that training, they're able to wield that blade just like it's an, an extension of their hand. Right? Yeah. They're able to manipulate that blade in any way. That's why you see them putting it in a, spinning it in a circle in their hand and they're able to take on, you know, laser shots at, at them, right? But yeah. he has no training in using a sword because he's used, you know, his gadgets and, you know, his gun to mm-hmm. fight off enemies and his, uh, his you know flame effect which i'm sad that we didn't see right because 
Yeah. Was this the first episode we didn't see him use it? Pretty much. Right? Oh, yeah, he's, sucks, he's fine right? with the, the Beskar spear, but just like an actual... Well, I mean, it is a Lame lightsaber. was not there. Yeah, so. but like... Uh, to actually see, like, even with uh, melee weapon training and expertise, a lightsaber acts completely different. It needs different ball a game. lot of different training, and and yeah. it's a, a much different, yeah, ball game for to actually so, wield you know, it. So he just basically takes all the monk, cuts off the head, goes outside. Dude, it was a brutal scene. Yeah, and I the know, fact that like. <laughs> we get we just like tons of dudes just get decapitated. Yeah. The the bounty that he's there for, he like throw like suplexes him onto the table and then cuts him and the table in half. So I, then, I, I, there's another line that he says before he begins. He's, I can bring you in warm. Yeah. Or, or I can, can bring, bring you in cold, cold. Which he said that same line. Yeah. He said that a couple times. One, now. So I guess he brought him in. He's bringing him in cold, right? <laughs> so, yeah. And he's got the bag, you know, with the head in it, and he goes outside yeah. the door, and he goes to all the workers there. Hey, um, there's a table full of cash over there, so I don't need it, but if you let me through, help yourselves, you know, yeah. give yourselves well, a bonus. And, and in the process, he also, again, showing that he's not, doesn't have expertise in wielding this weapon, he cuts himself. Yeah. Nice chunk out of his thigh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, and then obviously everyone's like, Cash, yeah, we'll take it. You go yeah. ahead and do your thing. Uh, we're not messing with you anyways because we see what you did <laughs> in that room. Or we heard what you did in that room. Yeah. So, yeah, he basically, um, he goes out and um, he heads back. He heads to a ring? What, what do we yeah, call he, this? He goes to Halo. Yeah. <laughs> We've Halo. actually seen a planet oh like this before. <laughs> um, uh, I want. What was it in? Well, you you can see where the where the the budget went on this show. Yeah. They they're like we're gonna skim some of the budget off the other episodes and put it here because the CGI was great. It was really really good. The, yeah, the we, city building the was great. Yeah. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, this isn't the first time we've seen a, a Halo-esque planet in Star Wars. It was in oh, one of the TV shows or games, I think, at least. So the uh, bounty but, was basically a way to get back to his clan, right? Because you see... Yeah. So you see him in the, with the visor, and, and there's codes sent in the buildings imprinted, and then you see the... Um, the the last code which is the um i can't remember the name of it and if it escapes me right now but it's their symbol that they have for the mandos and that's the final door and he goes there and sure enough what do we see the uh, the mythosaur is the skull the mythosaur there you go and then we see our um good old friend the uh, armorer yeah uh, sitting there in her you know what is the meditation pose you want to call it yeah and she's all that 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 backdrop was super cool. The, the like, the sewers of it, and it just the backdrop is space. Yeah. It, it's basically um. It, it's just like the dead space, and it's just like so eerie, and it, mm. it's sort of like the edge of space. Yeah. Right. Like you just nothing there but empty void. Yeah. So, he basically goes there, and he's like, and it basically can't even walk. Right, he's mm -hmm. just rolling down the stairs, and then we see our big boy, 
you know, heavy Mando, uh, heavy infiltrate Mando, which is um, our the producer of um, of who's the name again? The producer. Oh, it was um, the dude from. We always get oh, this guy's. We always forget his name. John Favreau. Chef. John, John Favreau. John. Yeah. Jeff Favreau. No, not his brother. No, no, no the chef. <laughs> oh, chef. Okay, as I say, yeah. Jeff Favreau. <laughs> No. So yeah, yeah, John Favreau's John, character. Yeah, John Favreau, he's dressed up in the heavy Mando suit, and he's basically repairing his thigh. Um, I would think that with so much advanced technology, they would be able to repair that thigh a little bit faster. Well, you he, think? after like five minutes, he stops limping. So it's just like some back to spray or something like that. <laughs> like when he was spraying that clear thing, I was like, isn't it supposed to like close up and like look like it's perfect? <laughs> yeah, it does eventually. They kind of cut away. If you can perfect intergalactic space traveling, I'm sure you can heal things a lot faster too. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so he sh he basically you know is showing the blade to her, and then she gives sort of a rundown on the backstory of the blade and the mythos yeah. behind it. We get more information. We find out that she says first of all the galactic the empire has been around for what thirty years and. Mm -hmm. We've been around for 10,000 years, the Mandalorian uh, yeah. faction, the, the groups, the Mandalorian planet, right? We've been around for 10,000 years. They got nothing on us. Yeah. Yet, that planet Mandalorian got, the the planet Mando or Mandalorian got just- Mandalore. Uh, Mandalore, sorry, got destroyed. Yeah. And they even named it the Night of the Thousand Tears, right? The yeah. great, the purge. Or, and the dome that they were, the whole city was, the Mandalore city was, uh, got absolutely annihilated. And yeah, it made that them was, all. That and, was a cool scene, like Terminator. And they showed that. And, and they showed yeah. that, um, you know. The purge. Yeah, the purge and everything. They showed that, which I thought it was fantastic mm -hmm. to actually get to see the scene in real life or, or in CGI rather than animation. Yeah. And then she talks about the blade itself, saying, you know, it's forged by. A Jedi slash Mandalorian uh, named mm -hmm. Tar Vizsla, which is the first wielder of the blade. And then she talks about you can't gift this blade; you have to win yeah. this in combat, in combat. To, to get the blade. That that's how it works. Otherwise, you will curse it. So she basically is shitting on Bo-Katan because in the yeah. animation, Bo-Katan was got gifted. The, yeah, gifted, and then she cursed them because of that. She said there's a curse behind it. If you want yeah. to believe it or not, but it turned out to be, I guess, true because she cursed the whole, you know, planet, right? Yeah, and then the purge happened, so that yeah. everyone's kind of blaming her for that. Yeah, and then that it kind of explains why she didn't take it when mm -hmm. he was giving it to her in episode, a season two. Like, here, take the blade. I don't care for it. And yeah. she's like, I can't because the last time I did that, shit went down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit went down. <laughs> last time I did that, everyone died. Yeah, I don't want to do this again, part two. Mm -hmm. So. And that also um, gets heavy Mando sort of in a in a hot and heavy heavy bothered sort of state because it's his ancestors that wielded it, right? Because remember, yeah. Mandalor Mandalorian um, Din Djarin was not an original Mandalorian family. No, he's he a family. Rescued. Yeah, he was yeah. he was rescued right by that uh, group, that clan. The and, Night Wings, um, I think it was. Yes, yeah, and um, basically. He's like, I want, I want that blade back in my family. Yeah. Right. So of course. Oh yeah, Vizsla. What's yeah. it? Not, not pre-Vizsla. Tar. Uh, 
Tarvisla. Yeah. Was was the original founder. So yeah, yeah. They they square off, you know, and you know they want to fight. And it sort of reminded me of like Darth Vader fighting Luke on that balcony. You know, yeah. where one of them yeah. will fall, they could die, that's it, right? It's just like a little tiny like why would they want to do that? Like, first of all, they they're they're gonna be buddies afterwards. They're gonna be on the same side. Yeah, why well, would I, you, I mean that's Mandalorian. Why would it's, you want to risk each other's life? That's that's the point. That's they this can't is the way? do it if this is the way. Yeah, it's just like if there's no stakes, then it's not serious. But they weren't gonna kill each other. They were gonna fight till one gives up. But nope, if you fight was... on an ledge like this, one of them could die. Yeah. Then that that is the wrong the way, my friend. That is the wrong yeah. way. I mean, that's the Mandalorian way. They don't mess around. The Mandalorian. They haven't learned. <laughs> there, there's not that many of you out there, guys. You know, yeah. you got your what handed to you. <laughs> there's only a few of you left. Why would yeah. you want to f kill your own kind off, right? This Salvage as many of you can. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, they get into a little duel. It was a good fight. It was a decent yep. fight. Uh, and a lot of headbutts. Dinjarn sort of wins at the end, has the blade on him on his neck, and then you have the armor come in, and she just kind of she's like the party pooper. She just comes in there, and she's just like, "Did you ever take your helmet off?" And <laughs> our uh, heavy man is like, "No, I never did that." And then he, she goes, "Din, did you ever take the helmet off?" And he's like, and oh, "We all know oh. the answers," and I'm like, "Yeah." Oh. No. Yeah. This dude just got here. You can already kick him out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so to kill somebody to come see you again. <laughs> yeah, he gets excommunicated and then he goes on like so the the subtext of this was actually really funny because like if you take a step back and yeah. look at what happened, essentially he's just like this is his Mando's midlife crisis. He loses his kid, gets fired from his job, uh, gets excommunicated, and then he goes and he's like, screw it, and goes and builds a hot rod. Oh, okay, hold on. <laughs> midlife Mando. Yeah. Hashtag that, please. Midlife Mando. We should put the that Mando. In somewhere yeah. in the channel. But sorry, let's get it, uh, go back a little bit uh, at the beginning here. Yeah. Why he came also. He came to melt well she told him melt the spear because it was gifted to you and you don't need that anymore you have the blade well no the the spear she was like uh beskar shouldn't be used as a weapon because that can be used against mandalorians yeah it'll so pierce it's actually armor. a so, danger and, and then she, and he's she's, like all right cool uh, well he's like well i got it gifted to me by uh, a jedi mm -hmm. right and it was ahsoka that gifted it to him right yeah. so he's like it was gifted to me and she's like okay well what do you want to do with it and he's like well i want to melt it into uh the the younglings or foundling yeah uh, armor and and she's like who and then you know like he's, he's basically not trying to tell her who it is but yeah. she knows he's like i got a specific one yeah and, and then, then we she's all she's like well he's not is. your problem anymore he's like yeah, yeah well i still want to like hang out <laughs> yeah you know you know he's got a father but you know i was his father first right yeah <laughs> It's uh, and then he's like, yeah, I want to get him something. It's, it's like a, you know, it's a divorced dad that's trying to go. Yeah, exactly. He's trying to. <laughs> it's a divorced be the dad. cool dad still. <laughs> yeah. Wants to be the awesome dad and go to the birthday party and give him the best gift in the party, right? Yeah. So he's like, Beskar's the best in the world. So I'm gonna get mm -hmm. him to, for my you know son, and uh, I can't wait to see what it looks like. Do you think it's chain yeah. link? Do you think it's chain link uh, or or is it just a a necklace for the 
the skull. Well, it can't be a necklace. That's a lot of Beskar armor for necklace. It is a lot. Uh, well, we don't know that he used all of the spear to make it. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, maybe that's it is just like a mithril. What if it's just a giant vest. big logo of their uh, their 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 Cree? Oh, the, their the house. The, the uh, or or um, I, I think it's a symbol. It's like it's probably a big chain or something. Probably just kind of yeah. hangs. Because I don't see him wielding uh, armor on him. I mean, hey, who knows? We'll, we'll see, right? So he basically he gets that as a gift to give, and then uh, he gets booted out of there. So then she goes to him. The only way to redeem yourself is you walk in some water at the bottom of Mandalore. Yeah, and then he's like cave, and then he's like, but it's destroyed. And she's like, <laughs> and she's like. Well, I'm a problem. I told you what you gotta do. Yeah, my these problem. are the rules. Yeah, but they blew up. Yeah, well, this is the way. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta figure it out. I don't know. Dig up, dig up another cave and find some water. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that ain't my problem. I'm still wearing my helmet. Sounds like a you, you problem. took yours off. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure it out, son. <laughs> so yeah, so he's packed up as you know what, and then he's like, "All right, all right I'm out of here." Right, and then he goes and ubers it to Tatooine. Right. Gets on a gets on a bus. Giant giant Uber bus. <laughs> I did love I did like the when he got to the front and the droids just like can't have any weapons on here and he's like, It's part of my religion. He's like, You can talk to my supervisor. He's like, Okay, fine, whatever. And then just unloads all his stuff, all his knives and guns and there I you go. Gonna, I know I, I everything a, that's in there. <laughs> I thought he's gonna miss his ship. <laughs> like they would have done mm. Sorry, it's already full. <laughs> you gotta wait for the next one. Right? Yeah. But he's like, yeah, I I know everything's in this bag or this uh, suitcase. So if it goes missing, I'm coming after you, right? Mm -hmm. Especially when he puts the blade in there, right? Yeah, the dark. But can you imagine? He opens up and the blade's gone. That would I was be kind so of expecting funny. that, and I was I was gonna be like, oh great, now we have to do a side quest to find it again. <laughs> but the Pikes have it now. Um, yeah. So he gets uh, back. To, that's his excuse to go back to Tatooine, uh, and he goes to see the lady who fixed the ship in the first place she was getting mauled by some rodent and yeah. he basically saves her you know she a uh, little side story she actually looks like one of my co-workers that used to work with me she's retired oh now. really yeah so she she looks exactly she has the same hair same like the like the build and everything she, she was a really nice co-worker of mine so yeah it was it's just funny every time i see her it reminds me of my co-worker that's funny. but um she was so, probably my least favorite character in the in the Mandalorian. What did she do to you? No, she, she just had a lot her? of. She's so nice. She's a sweetheart. She just had a bunch of cringy lines, and well, she wasn't gonna like, have any earth-shattering, effective lines. She's just like a side character. No, I know. It just <laughs> I I just didn't like her as an as an actor. I didn't. Oh, she come on. Yeah, just like her presentation and how she delivered the lines. It was just super forced and felt weird especially in the okay. mandalorian um right, it, she was she was moderately better in this episode i thought she was hilarious i just thought she's just like let's talk about what she was doing she basically was assigned to get him another razor crest right yeah and she fine. told him pretty yeah. much like i got you the i got you the razor crest right yeah i got you a new, a new yeah. ship <laughs> so, well before that we get to see the first uh live action uh bd droid so the yes. bd droid was cal crest cal whatever Cassis, his name is yeah. from cal Cassis, from the game yeah, from, from the game yeah from um Jedi it's, it's the Order. actual one though is it not uh, we don't know 
We don't know that that's BD1. That's just, it could just be another BD unit. It's a great that Easter was It's a great 30 Easter 30-ish years or 20 years. So he's still was, alive. Yeah. Well, he'd be in his 40s or late 30s now. So, yeah. I mean, uh, that's maybe. awesome because I would love to see that character. Yeah, he's he's still alive and kicking. Um, but uh, yeah, I can't remember the exact timeline, but he maybe like 10, 15 years because um, it was. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we get to see a BD unit in live action, which is the first mm -hmm. time. Um, and then, yeah, then she's just like, here, I got this. I got the a replacement for the Razor Crest. And then she unveils a Nubian what is it, MB1 or whatever, like the Starfighters from the Naboo Starfighter, like torn up. Yeah, so the Naboo Starfighter, um, N1 Starfighter is called, mm -hmm. and uh, it is the, it is Anakin's ship, right? And they do do a little drop talking about the Naboo prince, you know, princess, and yeah. we know who, she, who they're talking about. So it is Anakin's ship, which is, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, wow. That is so unexpected. Yeah. And, and well, we just, don't know that it's Anakin's ship, but we know that it's the same. I'm, I'm betting. It's a I'm Naboo betting. Starfighter. Uh, yeah, I'm betting it's Anakin's ship. I've got. A, I've got a hunch it is. Well, it's not really his anymore because they modified the you know what out of it, mm -hmm. um, and pretty much it's their own customization ship. And yeah. the funny thing is, a lot of people had that ship a while back when they bought Star Wars figures, when that series came out. What, twenty years something like ago? I had one. So there, so you had one, and it was yellow, right? Yeah. Yep. So look what they did. They're like, man, we're not going to give you the yellow one again. We're going to give you a new revised version of it. So yeah, the you're going to go and pick version. it up again. <laughs> Yo, that thing was so cool. They yeah. had like the engine manifold thing popping out the top. They had a bunch of new guns on it. Say, so I'm all over that thing. All. If they give me a six-inch scale one. Oh, hell I'm yeah! I'm all over. I'm telling you right now, I'm all over that thing. Like yeah. if you. I don't care how much it costs. If you tell me there's a six inch version where I can put Mando in there, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Because it, when I first saw the ship, I'm like, this is stupid. But then when they put it together and then he it, took yeah. the flight, I'm like, sold. Yeah. Then he gets in, go, takes sold. it for a test drive. And the thing, the sound design was so cool for it. And then they go through Beggar's Canyon, do the old pod. Pod, yeah, uh, where Luke, you know, did his training and you know driving around, and where Anakin yeah. even raced and all that stuff. Yeah, the, it was nostalgia Eve. hitting you in the face. And it was cool because like they go through. <laughs> there were so many scenes that were like the similar, similar or same camera angle from the pod racing scene in Episode One. They were so then, smart. They were so. But smart. you get to see how it how uh, Beggars Canyon has changed. So like a lot of the scenes, they like go by they go by like the service ramp that um anakin goes off of and mm -hmm. then but you see like houses that are now in the in the walls and stuff and they yeah did yeah. a lot of really cool cool things like that they gave you a touch of nostalgia but they added in what evolution and time over mm -hmm. time does things to environments right? yeah and for me though the part where he is hovering and coming up and then when you see that at camera angle, it just so felt so real. Yeah, you know, it's the like I'm, it's like CG. It was, yeah, it was top so notch. much harder. It was so much better in in, in this one. It, it Every just, it, was, it was very like photorealistic. It really felt like he was flying. Like really mm -hmm. felt like it was flying. It was not in a studio. 
with great lighting but in, in actuality it's cg with great lighting mm -hmm. and in a studio right yeah. But it just well, and even the felt. scenes when, like, in the cockpit when he's flipping the switches, mm -hmm. it was like the same buttons that Anakin hit in the episode one and stuff. And it was like, all right, I know this cockpit. I, yeah, I remember yeah. this. I remember then, these so buttons. The coolest part was in space, and he gets pulled over, right? The X. Yeah, he goes goes to the big cruiser, flies by it, and I was, and it was just like, oh, I didn't know that they would be allowed to do that. And then he immediately gets pulled over by the cops. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> and he gets pulled over, and then he's like trying to. You know, talk to them and you know we get some you know guest appearances from um some people and uh so the gentleman that the first gentleman that talked to him mm -hmm. uh apparently he was reprising his role he was the guy they used as a body double for luke in oh the, the end yeah, of who? uh it was the same guy they used him as the body body for uh luke skywalker and they cg'd over his face Okay. It was the same gentleman. The first uh, person to talk. The first uh, pilot I was talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was... The second pilot was uh, from Kim's Convenience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he um... plays his role because he was in... Remember the episode where they went to that ice planet? He was the pilot there. Yeah. So he was there. So And the other yep. pilot in the ice planet was Dave Filoni. Oh! Oh. Yeah, yeah. So the, the other pilot, I'm I'm just looking up who the the pilot was, because yeah, he did look. Yeah, he was a body familiar. double for Luke. They CGI'd over his face during the, yeah, yeah, the fi yeah. finale for the Mandalorian. Yeah, he was. Uh, who was it? I'm just trying to find what the actor's name is. But I mean, um, that scene was pretty hilarious because he's trying to convince them, blah blah blah, and they're like, and and, and you know, they're like, we we heard your name before, you sound, or you, we've heard your voice before, you sound familiar, mm -hmm. and he's. You know, I thought he was gonna say, "Yeah, it was me." But blah, blah, blah. you know, I saved, you know, but people there, blah blah blah. And he just like, "Nope, yeah. it wasn't me at it all." Just I noped out of there. Yeah. And, and then he just flips the switch, and he is gone. Yeah. Like, forget about it. He is gone. And then both they just look at each other like, "Should we go after him?" He's like, "What? What are you <laughs> You want to fill out paperwork all day? Yeah. Do you want to do all this?" And it's like, "No." Nope. He's like, "Okay, whatever." Yeah. And then just go about <laughs> their business. But yeah, that that plane is just insane. Yeah. It's just a next level thing, so I, I, you know, and then he's got the they took out the droid, uh, spacing yeah. in the back. And guess who's gonna be hanging out in the back? We all know it's yep. gonna be Grogu, he's gonna be yep. chilling with them in the back. That's gonna be so cool. <laughs> I can't wait. This is good old Grogu just, you know, got his lightsaber and ready to roll. Yeah, in the back. well, yeah, because they the, the first thing I thought when he was when they were repairing it. Um, or building it or hot rodding it was like the Razor Crest could carry a lot of stuff. So this is also kind of a development of him because like his old ship could carry all these dudes in carbonite and all his weapons and stuff. And this is how I uh, what I meant when like this episode featuring exclusively the Mandalorian or Din Djarin was thematically similar to Book of Boba Fett was because he is also his character is also evolving to like have more purpose so it's not just oh I'm gonna be a bounty hunter and do stuff for money whatever like he's yeah. kind of straying away from that and this also like him getting that new ship is like well he doesn't have any room for that so like his purpose is more it has changed significantly and even like the things that he carries around with him 
are are reflecting that because his ship has like room for a passenger and that's about it not even a passenger a small yeah. passenger yeah it's like it's like you know you're you're driving a porsche the back seats yeah they're useless unless you yeah. have an infant there and why would you put an infant in the back of a porsche anyways right <laughs> yeah. but that's what basically it is right? it's not going to mm -hmm. be a, if someone who's going to be an adult that's going to be able to fit in the back there yeah uh, this is um i mean do you do you like you 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 bring up a good topic uh point there like he's not going to be able to carry prisoners or stuff like that and mm. because he's not um a mandalorian now he's been exiled mm. and i don't know does it does that make him just sort of go go kill people and get money instead of actually bringing them back as bounties well because I he's oh, yeah i, I guess i mean can, you can put a head in the back there i was gonna say you could <laughs> you could fit a couple heads in there yeah, and yeah bags. there you go like but i think good. he's the only reason he was doing the jobs before were to get information or track down more Beskar. So it was doing things for the clan. And then the only reason he was doing the last bounty was to get info on the Enclave. And yeah. so, and even she's just like the, the person that hired him, he was like, yeah, stay a while. And, and, uh, and I've got more work for you. And he's just like, oh, whatever. And I'd put that on ice and then leaves. Cause he's like, He's not there for work or money. He's there for information. So yeah. I think even just like that alone is showing that like he's only there to better himself or like kind of do things to. He's he's not there for money. He's not there just to be a bounty hunter. Well, it, it, it proves it because when Finnick shows up at the end there, she gives him a bag full of cash and says, hey, Boba needs your help. Yeah. And he's like, I do it for free. So I, yeah, I'll he's like, this one's free. on the house. <laughs> yeah. And that shows that there's a respect there for the two of them. Mm -hmm. Because Boba would do the same for him. And in fact, has done that for him already. Yeah. Right? Where he's went in there and stuck his nose in there to help him out. So yeah, um, he just recognizes that he's a friend of his. He's like, I'll do it for free. But he goes, hold on a minute here. I just got one little pit stop to make. Yeah, I got go to go to a friend of mine. Friend. And we know what that is. The next episode yeah. is going to be him going to see Grogu. And or to is that going to be... Or are they going to do that with Book of Boba Fett? What? And then, so, what? okay. That whole, like, going to visit Grogu. Do you well, think the next episode is going to have Grogu in it, and Grogu's going to come back and help. That's my theory. Hmm. Grogu's coming back well, with some lightsaber-wielding abilities and force <laughs> abilities. Well, he's only and been... he's going to come. He's only been gone for, what, maybe, probably not even a year? Hey, he's a if fast learner. Really... What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think that they would. I think that they... I So in the next episode... Because, again, this was a lot to go away from Boba Fett. I don't, my, my, and my especially two is, episodes left. My concern is if they, if Luke sends Grogu to, to go with Mando, mm -hmm. does something happen with Luke where he, or Luke disappears? There's got to be something where... Grogu comes back to Mando and stays with Mando for season three because I don't see a season three without Grogu and him together again. Sure. They're like yeah. two peas in a pot, right? Yeah. They need to be together for fans to be happy because mm -hmm. fans are used to seeing the two of them together. And something has there's a reason why he's going there because something's gonna happen and he's gonna have to come back with Grogu and Grogu's gonna have to stay with them for out of necessity, whatever it is, there's got to be mm -hmm. something's going to be happening. And that will also explain why Luke was in an island by himself in that treacherous uh, 
trilogy that we watched, mm-hmm. right? That might give some context to that. Um, well, there's also been some speculation that uh, the Knights of Ren would make an appearance either in this show or or another. Um, so that might be the start because Luke took him away to train him. So yeah. he obviously has started, you know, a training school. So that might be the the beginning of the Knights of Ren that you're seeing, which later, or they'd be called something else, but like the people who become the Knights of Ren that uh, Ben Solo takes away from him. So again, I and I don't think that Luke would let Grogu go because like he's just going to help some crime lord stuff like that. The Jedi don't give a shit about that. Like. What, no, what, what I'm be... saying is something something's gonna happen where he has to go with back with sure, him. yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm I just think saying that I think maybe Luke says I, I can't train him or there's there's gotta be a reason and we'll we'll see next week. Maybe I'm overthinking mm-hmm. this, but it doesn't make sense for Grogu to go back with him, yeah. Unless it's out of necessity. Yeah, that's that's and, what I'm saying too. It's like yeah, this is just like some crime lord stuff on Tatooine. Like this doesn't. This doesn't matter yeah, it, as far as the Jedi It's not a cause for concerns. him to leave and abandon the Jedi training. Yeah. Right? It's not... So it's do you beneath, think that sort they're going to... Do you think they're going to spend any more time on Ma- the Mandalorian for next episode? Because, again, they only have two episodes left. Well, that's that's my... that's my. This is where I was going to get into here is... This mm-hmm. is what my problem is with this episode as well. Because I feel like this was not necessary in the Boba Fett series... I sure. felt this, you could have just brought Mando in as in a favor. You called yeah. Din in, say, can you come in for a favor? I would have been totally content with that and be like, yep, that makes sense. Yeah. Din is around, but he, he, Boba, he owes Boba Fett a favor. He's coming mm-hmm. in, he'll get some cash, it'll be on his way. And he has to get his Razor Crest anyways from the lady. So mm-hmm. to me, I would have been okay with that. It, it's fine with me. But because I got a whole episode, I have an issue with this because... Disney could have been so like Filoni and the team could have been so much more intricate where they could have give this as a prequel episode to tease us for mm-hmm. the next season. They could have said, Hey, after the book of Boba Fett, we're going to give you a bonus episode mm-hmm. where it shows what, you know, Din has been doing all this time. And that sort of, sort of wet your appetite for you guys to get ready for season three. To me, yeah. that would have been cooler. And I think it doesn't take away from Boba's story because the story finishes and then this prelude episode shows up after as a bonus. Yeah. To so me, I think yeah. I think the the next two episodes actually also um a note is that this is the first time in the Book of Boba Fett that we've gone off world. So this is mm-hmm. the first time we've yeah. seen space and I think that there might be some scenes in the next couple episodes or in like the big finale in space. I think yeah. they might have to go to a uh, a Pike cruiser or something and and do some fighting there. So I think having this episode was kind of needed to show because obviously in those in those episodes we're not going to see the Razor Crest. We're going to see him with his Nubian cruiser. Uh, there's Nubian fighter, and then if they hadn't have done all of this backstory and showing why he left. Um, why he's on Tatooine, why he built this ship. Um, I think just showing up in an episode or two with a new, with a Nubian fighter, everyone would have been like, what the hell? Why does he have that? This makes no sense. But I, so I think 
this was kind of needed to show why he's going to show up with this new ship. If they don't have any space fighting scenes and they don't have any like close-ups on his new ship, then I agree that this was kind of out of nowhere and didn't add anything to the Book of Boba Fett. Not that I didn't like this episode. This is probably one of my favorite episodes. Ship? Does he need a ship right now for Book of Boba Fett? That's does what I'm saying. To- like in in the next two episodes, there might be some space fighting stuff. And if they just had him show up with this random ship without any explanation, it would have felt really weird and been like, why the hell does he have that ship? Yeah. So yeah. if they don't have any space fighting scenes, then this wasn't needed. Yeah. If they do, then I understand why that they spent so much time showing all the backstory and reasoning into why he has this ship. Yeah, the the things that happened to him in this episode has to directly impact Boba Fett. Yeah. If it doesn't, then what was this for? Was to Yeah. Did they did they realize the writing in the wall was that Boba Fett is not doing so well and decide to insert <laughs> this in there? Like maybe. Maybe that's why they changed the title? Uh the conspiracy theory there? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, I mean, this it, is all planned out and like... Is it? Is it? Oh, absolutely. This this stopped... This, <laughs> this finished to, filming like I'm just a year and a half ago. I'm just trying to stir the pot here. But no, yeah, I mean... I don't know. I Honestly, I just... I felt weird to watch this because it got me hyped mm-hmm. up for season three. Sure. Because I'm like, yeah, I know this is a great episode and I love it. But now I want to watch episode... I want to watch Mandalorian. I don't want to watch Boba Fett yeah. anymore. Like, I just... I don't care yeah. about this anymore. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's because kind Boba of been Fett, Boba Fett's is centralized, like we said, in one city. Yeah, it's this little grounded, and it's it's great for what it is. But when you bring the Mandalorian episodes or the TV show into the mix, now it becomes a galactic thing. Yeah, it's now it's, it's so much bigger, literally out of this world, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it just feels like two different stories, and one feels a lot smaller than the other. Yeah, right. And it doesn't feel like they're twine, twined together, even though they are, right? Well, and it kind of ex- ex- accentuates the fact that this se- series hasn't really made us care about Boba Fett yet. You've made that very clear too. <laughs> you've been really, like, you've been adamant about episode, that. <laughs> the last episode was great, and I yeah. started caring more. This episode was awesome, but it didn't make me give any anything yeah. about i didn't care at all about boba fett um and i was just like i'm entertained we see mandalorian this is a cool story and then it's just like oh we got a couple like sprinklings of what's her name talking about the pikes and how they're terrible and it's just like all right but okay yeah and honestly like these would have been better served as a prelude i would have been mm-hmm. more happy that they give this as a surprise drop as a bonus to get us ready for season three Sure. Uh, season three is not coming out till what? End next of year. this year or maybe uh, early next year? They're saying. Uh, I think early it all next depends year, yeah. on. It all depends on how fast they get the work done, right? Yeah, I think it's already filmed. Yeah, they still have to finish the editing and all that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I think I, it's scheduled for uh, like March of twenty twenty-three. Yeah, so early next year, yeah. Which is unfortunate because I don't want to wait that long. <laughs> Seeing this episode, I don't want to wait that long. It's oh just, no! It's, see, okay, so it's um apparently it's coming out. Yeah, twenty twenty two. So it end is of twenty twenty two, near the end of Christmas yeah. time, right? So they'll probably yeah do it uh, Christmas time like they normally do, but that's yeah. speculation. So I don't think it's actually been confirmed. 
Okay. So, well, what, whatever the early... case, it, it is still far away. Yeah. So it's so unfortunate. Two other series that are coming out uh, this year. <sighs> Let can you can you imagine him crossing paths with the um, the uh, with the rebel um, the rogue the people rogue squadron. Rogue, yeah, rogue squadron. That'd be pretty can you imagine cool. Him crossing paths with that would be sick. Yep. Well, that they might be doing that with the with what's his name Kim's convenience guy because that's yeah. there's a lot of uh, what are the, it's showing that the um, Republic is present uh, around that area and around Tatooine and stuff. Mm -hmm. So they might be, again, sprinkling that character in because he might be a, more of a focus later on. I wonder when Ahsoka's coming out. I can't remember that at all. Did they uh, even announce so that? Because that, uh, that, that's probably going to be our first gl glimpse of... Um, um, what's his name now? I had his name in my head now. Admiral Thrawn. Right. Yeah. Thrawn's going to be the, the big... Um, the big baddie. Yeah. The Thanos. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, they funny don't how, have a Funny release. how they're both like colored faces. Yeah. They're both bluish hinge. Well, one's purple tinge. and one's blue. Yeah. Uh, they don't have a release date specifically. So we got Obi-Wan next... And I think they only just started production um, on Ahsoka. So that's probably going to be in spring then. Yeah. Or, or production. Well, oh, that's probably, probably summer next 2024. year. 2024. Yeah. Oh, is it 2024 they said? But yeah, they... Um, they got a long ways to go then, yeah. Yeah, they only just started production on it. So um, Interesting. there's probably a, a while. Um, so yeah, so it's going to be Boba Fett next and then... They're going back a bit because they're doing, uh, uh, what's his name? The Andor, Captain Andor's series. Okay. Yeah, Andor's going to be cool. Oh, let's just see yeah. some crossovers there. Maybe Boba Fett shows up there. Who knows? Maybe. Um, okay. What do we give it this out of 10? Unless you have anything As... else to say. Uh,. Yeah, the ship was super cool. Uh, this was a, a really so. I would say that this would be a nine for a Boba Fett episode and an eight for a Mandalorian episode. Oh, oh, well, you can't you can't pick one. You can't have two. Just pick what what the episode is. What it's for. Yeah, it was, it was a nine. T take the names out of it. It is a good episode. And what would you rank it? Out it of was 10? a great episode, and I would say this is a, a nine. A nine. Okay. I honestly, um, I, I think this is a great episode as well. I'm, I'm also taking the, the titles away out of my head. I'm just talking mm -hmm. about the episode itself. Uh, we already expressed what I thought of why and where the show should have been. This episode should have been, but I give it a nine out of ten as well. This is um, a great uh, story. It does a lot of you know world building for the back mm -hmm. end of what happened to Mandalorians and the planet and everything. It gives us more information about yeah. how important this blade is uh how important the the mandalorian culture is right so it's nice to get that and it, it just makes them feel more real now more involved in yeah. this because they've been around for so long right so yeah before the, we just thought they were just some bounty hunters and they were low level beneath the jedis but we see that how important they were right yeah so yeah nine out of ten for me um, i'm excited to see season three of mandalorian yeah <laughs> 
but I'm I, I want to get back to this Boba Fett show and hope in the next week they do sort of like a sh quick Grogu thing, you know, half the episode and then get into the last half of the episode into back into the Boba Fett situation. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking because I don't want just one episode at the end about Boba. That's just a complete waste then. Or okay, maybe they have um, Boba Fett come with Din to go. Where, how hang is out he going to get in the ship? He's only seats one. No, but he he can take the slave one. But he uh, okay. They well, both we'll take see. their ships. Whoa! Oh. Wait, wait, hold on. Speculation time, because there's also a bunch of rumors that uh, Mace Windu's going to show up. The dude that Have fell off, the dude that got his arm cut off and fell? Yeah. So he only got his arm cut off and then fell. To his which, death. Which we don't Did know. Did he not die? It's, no, it's never been confirmed. We don't off have his lightsaber. tower building. Yeah, who cares? That happens all the time. As we've said okay. in, in, multiple times before, <laughs> falling down a pit means that you don't die. Yes. Nobody has ever died from falling down a pit. Okay. And Boba's like, see? I told well, you guys. <laughs> and he's got, he's had so many of his flashbacks have been on, um, uh, what's that planet called with the bugs? Uh, anyway, that, that he's like, misses his father. There was a ton of Genosis. There's a ton of flashbacks Genosis, of yeah. him on Genosis holding his, his dad, Django Fett's helmet because he got beheaded by oh, uh, Mace okay, Windu. Okay. All so he right, killed good. and in the animated series in Clone Wars and stuff, he tried to get revenge and tried to kill Mace Windu. Mace. So like yeah. that thing's already um established that he knows who he is and has tried to get uh, revenge on him. Um there's a bunch of flashbacks of him, you know, missing his dad, seeing him go off to do bounty hunting jobs and stuff and felt abandonment issues for that. So and also um Star Wars Twitter or Instagram uh, on I think uh, Sam Jackson's birthday uh, tweeted out a picture of him saying the party isn't over. That's so speculation. The, the speculation is great because I would love to see him back there, but giving him only one episode, maybe maybe it's a quick episode where Boba's like, "No, I don't need you." Boom, shoots him in the head, and kills him. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> maybe hilarious. they go to meet with Luke to hang out. And party with Grogu, and Mace Windu's there. Maybe he's part and then he shoots of, him in the head. of the 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 class. Yeah, and then he shoots him. Yeah, and he's like, I don't care. I don't need your help. Boom, you're dead. Get out yeah. of here. And that's his cameo, and then we're good. <laughs> yeah, and then he dies. <laughs> but yeah. So maybe. all right, okay. Um, yeah. So this was awesome. And, and if you're listening to us, um, we you know thank you for listening to us on our podcast platforms. Uh, Spotify, um, iTunes, etc. But if you want to see us um, actually on YouTube, check us out. We're on our YouTube channel at Astonishing News and Reviews. And if you want to go and follow us on our social media platforms, go to at Astonishing NR. Make sure if you go to our YouTube channel, give us a like and subscribe and hit the notification bell and leave a comment because we're giving away prizes every month. If you want every to know what month. we're gonna, what are you gonna win this month? Go check out our videos. We explain what we uh, give away every month. So yeah, you know, thank you for watching us, and may the force be with you this this month. And we'll see you next week for episode six. Say bye, Justin. Okay. The penultimate episode. Okay, bye, internet. Bye. <laughs>